from the Summit Bar and Restaurant Studios at Paragon Lodge in Levy, Finland. 2023 Interski. I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. And I am with, I can't believe it, face-to-face with Brian Smith. Brian, it's been way too long. Hey, thanks for having me, George. Uh, yes, it's been a while, you know, maybe a couple winters, uh, but I'm really, I'm stoked to be here. It's really good to see you, and I am going to start off with a mega multi-part question so I can shut up and let you talk, but you're part of a, a pretty big presentation group. I would love to hear about how the team came together, how you got your assignments to take on certain uh, topics to uh, present, and then uh, how it's been going. Yeah. Um, You know, reflecting back as to how the um, topic teams, you know, the subset groups within the national team came to be, uh, I think the intention from uh, our coaches, Michael uh, Rogan and Matt Boyd, were to kind of mix it up. Um, Coming out of Bulgaria, I was part of the People Skills Task Force, where we actually presented People Skills Fundamentals to the world for the first time. Well, what we decided is coming into Levy was let's let's change the cast of characters, so to speak. You know what I mean? So instead of staying with the People Skills Task Force, um, uh, I moved on to a different topic. And then folks that were in the technical side of things moved into the people, and uh, people that were in the teaching moved into the technical. And I think the intent there was that we broaden and strengthen the consistency of our message with within our own team so that all the team members are up to speed as to, you know, which part of the learning connection model, you know, uh, they need to focus on when asked a question. And when you're at an event like Interski, I've been asked a hundred questions from people from all over the world about technical stuff, teaching stuff, and people-related things. in preparation, so uh, with that being said, uh, I was asked to be part of the new uh, team, if you will, is uh, a team presenting uh, information on the topic of decision-making and instructor behavior. If you look at the learning connection model, there's an outer blue uh, ring around the three triangles of the LCM model. That outer ring represents instructor behavior and decision making. And myself, uh, Stephen Helfenbein, and Troy Walsh, the three of us are um, kind of spearheading that message here at Indersky. Uh And it's exciting because it's cool to be part of a topic that's new. Um, it hasn't been shared at an Indersky yet. So it was really cool to know, yes, uh, Tuesday when I was doing the indoor presentation, I'm speaking to a room full of an amazing athletes and snow sports educators from around the world about a topic that has not been um, hyper-addressed at an interski ever. So that was really cool. As far as preparing... Um, it's well over a year. At a, a year and a half ago, the decision-making topic was surfacing within our team. Um, and then, uh, the, not this past fall, but the previous year, we started discussing uh, decision-making and, and really getting into the details of it on a granular level uh, at the academy from two years ago. So 
that gave us all of last uh, last spring and all this past summer for the three of us to really dive into what decision making is and what it means, what is the importance of making decisions. Um, So yeah, it's definitely, this is is a year in the making, a solid year of Zoom calls, a solid year of researching um, behavioral scientists, people a lot smarter than me (laughs) who have PhDs after their name and stuff like that. Um, And, you know, and getting, getting, you know, the proper facts, if you will, to support our position on what decision-making means and the importance of it, right? So it's a full full year prep. We, I think we did probably eight to 10 Zoom calls throughout the year. Uh, so there's a lot that goes into it. And, and then in the end, as we approach Interski in the last weeks, like the last six, eight weeks, is when we put our slide deck together for our presentation. That's when we really lay out how the presentation's gonna look. We talk about how we're gonna do the on snow portion, because you're on snow, think of it like this, your on snow segments are like bringing your indoor presentation to life. So we do the indoor presentation and we take it out on the snow and say, here, here is a living example of us making true uh, organic decisions in the moment um, to prove our point, to validate our words, so to speak. So, yeah. Matt, I was speaking with Stephen Helfenbein uh, a couple hours ago and I, I told him, you know, I was in Troy's group. I went through that training and or presentation on snow and I really felt like you guys took a big risk with that because it was very different than any presentation I've been a part of before and you made it effective. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> coming into uh, the, my uh, Bulgaria, my first interski as a team member, um, there's some rumor out there that when you're leading on snow, you present your information. There's a little bit more of a presenting versus teaching, right? Um, and it's daunting when you look around to 18 people in your group and you know 12 of them are demo team members from European countries and some are former World Cup athletes and it's, it's a pretty tall order. So coming into Levy, we rolled the dice for sure. Uh, we were like, hey, we're going to pick out three people within a group and we're going to teach a lesson for real. And we meant it. And we had no script, no plan, no progression, nothing. When I did my On Snow, I, I just kind of introduced myself to each individual. I had uh, like 14 people in one group and I just randomly picked three people and said, look, I, I, I want to go out and I want to coach some skiing. I want to I work with you guys. But the, the elephant in the room is we're, it's going to feel awkward doing this in front of everybody else. And I called it right out and I called it out in front of the entire group so every it was transparent everybody knew that oh man he's about to coach a lesson in interski to three demo team members from Finland and you know so you're rolling the dice there you know what I mean um it was awesome. And, and in part, the reason why it's awesome is the folks that I chose to work with were so willing and so open-minded. And, and they were willing to just let me actually, you know, talk about the way they were moving on skis. Uh, so by doing that, 
the other people in the group. I, I want to interject here real quick too, because I want listeners to know, not only are you teaching, you have another team member from the US who's really discussing with the rest of the group what you're doing. And wow, why did Brian make that decision? Yeah. Huh, what do you think about what he's doing right now? And really getting us thinking about why you're doing what you're doing. So so you're being judged, per se, by, yeah. by the other 20 people in the group and another team member. <laughs> exactly. That, uh, yeah, exactly. That's where I was going with uh, my next comment. Okay, sorry. No, no, it's totally fine. Uh, it, you know, uh, it's it, you're, you're, you you know, you've set it up in advance where you created three other basically panels within the, the group and you've given them a secondary objective to, to track. And like, hey, watch the decisions he made about the technical or teaching decisions or um, people interaction decisions. So as I would ski away with uh, the three that I'm honestly trying to coach to a better outcome, um, Jeb Boyd was tail gunning me. And Jeb, as I skied away, I could hear him literally be like, notice how Brian slid the group down an extra hundred feet because he, he knew the terrain was too steep for the exercise he wanted to do. So he made a change in the physical environment. That's a teaching skill, right? So it was really cool to have like fly by the seat of your pants commentary from your, your, your teammate, you know, just highlighting these things happening. So we definitely took a risk and there's a lot of moving parts to an on snow session like that. But the feedback we've gotten from it was just absolutely stellar. People were totally digging it. And especially the folks that were getting coached. I mean, they were all about it. Um, and when you, you want to keep it in a dynamic world, so I chose high performance, medium radius turns. And of course, the three people I chose, I'm like, hey, I want to I wanna see you ski. And when they skied away, I looked at the group and went, wow, <laughs> these, these three people are amazing. <laughs> so it really challenged me in the moment. All right, I had to really start looking about, okay, what are they doing that if they were truly my clients in Aspen, Colorado, like where would I go? Like what direction? That's a decision right? And what direction would I take technically? And, and, and thankfully, I've been doing this long enough where I, I noticed a few things and it gave me some direction. But the whole setup, George, really brought to life the essence and the importance of making good decisions that keep everything you're doing relevant to the outcome that you agreed on from the start of a lesson. And if you think about the teaching you've done, George, in your life in Colorado, I mean, you have people come say, yeah, you know, I, I want to learn how to ski, you know, the deep bumps, you know, the ones that get real deep. And, you know, my kids like to do it and I'm, they're always waiting for me. That's a serious motivation. And if you're making some decisions throughout the day that pull you further away from the intended goal, then you lose the trust of the person you're skiing with. And that has a huge effect. So you can, you can have a lesson and have the best eye on the mountain. You can be technically sound as can be. You can understand how to tip turn and bend a ski like nobody else. But you might make a couple decisions after lunch with shooting from the hip without really uh, gathering information, orientating that information, right? Deciding on the path of the decision. And you could shoot from the hip and, and totally tank a lesson. And, and, and be the best ski instructor in your ski school. And you can maybe be like, hey, you know, we haven't skied steep terrain. I'm getting antsy. 
meaning you, the teacher, and you decide after lunch, well, we'll just, it's groomed, we'll just go on this little bit steeper of a run. And the next thing you know, your guest just they their their abilities just blow up in your face and it wasn't that you were you know trying to be you know uh you know overly challenging but maybe it, it just highlights that on an important decision every decision is an important decision and you have to keep in mind if i make this decision what are the possible impacts of this decision let's forecast let's let's role play a little bit here and this happens like super fast in your brain all right if i oh, no, i'm not going to do that deep run yet because we just had lunch people are a little bit tired from lunch let's go back to some flat terrain let's just ski no words let's just get you know flush out the lunch time okay we've done a few runs how you doing oh, i feel better now you revisit the desire one more is it the right time to go on steeper terrain and then you go through the cycle of the process of how to make a decision again you say okay I'm now two runs after lunch. This is a better situation. So the impact of me skiing steeper train is going to be less negative. Like we, it, this is a good time now. So it's an interesting topic. I, I feel uh, I had a, 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 a woman from Sweden's demo team say to me, you know, it's, this is amazing how much effort the United States team has put on a topic that people take for granted. We make decisions every day. And sometimes we make decisions fast with a fast mindset and we shoot from the hip. And that's, you know, and maybe one out of eight decisions is a good one. But then there's times where we slow our mindset down and we think it and we use a bit of a process for making decisions. And all of a sudden we start making four and five and six out of eight decisions are solid decisions that have a positive impact on the guest experience and you're, you, you stay connected to what the guest needs and what they want. And that's really the, the essence of it is relevance. You have to make sure your decisions keep you on a course that maintains a high degree of relevance to what they need and what they want. That is, that is absolutely paramount in what we do. And good instructors, the ones I aspire to, a lot of them do this intuitively. But there's a lot of younger, uh, not necessarily younger, or less aware instructors, newer to the industry, that this type of training, training to this decision making, is super important, especially for developing instructors. And that's when you're at the National Academy in a couple of weeks, uh, I'd love to connect with you on phone and really get into that part of decision making because this is such an important topic. And like the person from Sweden said to you, it's something that I think a lot of us just take for granted and we shouldn't. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, what's cool about the U.S. team is we look at, hey, what have we already shown the world? Instead of creating new stuff for the sake of new stuff, what if we, can we take what we've already presented, can we go deeper with it? Can we, can we push the envelope with it? And I think decision making is no different, and I see us coming to the academy or coming to the next interski with, hey, remember that decision making? Well, now we have really cool ways to train to it, and here's an awesome presentation on how to use this in, um, de uh, d to develop instructors in, in, in your instructor training. And I, you know, that would be an avenue where I could see this going. 
Brian, it is always a pleasure chatting with you. I've made you incredibly late for your on snow <laughs> class that you were going to be participating in. And uh, I really appreciate you, though, taking the time to chat with us on First Year. Yeah, thank you, George. Always, it's a pleasure. And, and we, uh, we thank you for all your efforts. And you really put a lot of effort and a lot of, of your heart and soul in these podcasts. And they go out to a lot of people. So thank you from, from myself and all the other team members. We really appreciate the work that you do as well. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. That really means a lot to me. I, I appreciate that. From the Summit Bar and Restaurant Studios, and I'm not kidding, we have a really commandeered a table here <laughs> uh, at the Paragon Lodge <laughs> in Levy, Finland, 2023 NSP. I'm George Thomas. Thank you.